Hello and welcome to Grid Talk, your weekly RC racing podcast with your host myself, Russell Lee, and of course, as always, the fantastic Chris Bowden. How are you doing, Chris? I am good, mate. Yourself? I'm not too bad. I am so happy the sun's been shining. The I know, sun, mate. It, it was a it was a great weekend's racing in the yeah, sun, but and it's, uh, and it's been great. All like you know, July, June is here. July, I'm wishing, wishing the year away. June is here, and we are just you know, summer's here. Let's get busy. Yeah. Well, how about instead of doing the weather report, we thank the sponsors. I tell you what, I'm going to thank the sponsors right now. So a massive thank you to CML Distribution and of course Schumacher Racing, the companies that keep us on air every week and do lots of RC around the UK, Europe and of course the world. Guys, thanks very much for getting involved with what we do and thank you for your constant support. We really do appreciate it. You are the best. Thank you. There you go, Chris. There's the sponsors thanked. So yeah, mate. What we're going to do? Are we going to talk rubbish or are we going to get a guest on? I suppose we better get a guest on, aren't we, mate? Right, Nobody then. wants to hear us gibber on. No, absolutely not. Well, not till the end bit, anyway. The bit for, no, you know, no, the, not you know, the, the end bit. bit. The end we do for the for the fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, right. Anyway, let's get straight into it then. Let's go looking for Mark Ashforth. And I think with your editing powers, uh, Mark should be there. He's just popped up. How you doing, Mark? Good evening. How you doing? You're right. Good to hear from you. Yeah, doing well. Yeah. Before we get into it, let me give you a quick introduction. So Mark Ashforth is the chairman of the Coventry Club in the West Midlands. He is the 10th Off-Road Truck Chairman. And he's also the owner of Duds Design Bodywork Paint. So, And he's currently running the Associated brand. So thanks for coming on, Mark. We've got lots to talk about tonight. We're going to be going through your history. This is your lifestyle. We're going to talk about the Coventry Club and we're going to talk about trucks because it was the first truck national at the weekend right yeah so, and what we're going to do is we're going to let Chris take the reins to start with so away you go Chris well I suppose for some of the newer listeners do you just want to give a a brief introduction as to sort of how you got involved in this weird and wonderful sport where did you start was it a little while ago was it a long while ago was it um well, I started motorbike racing many, many years ago, um, and I was looking for a sport to sort of keep me adrenaline going, and I stumbled across the old track at Baggington, and in them days, we was running nitro trucks, uh-huh. lossy, the old lossy NTs. Yeah, and uh, was it the RC10 GT as well? Yeah, RC10 GTs, and one or two other little bits and bobs, but um, yeah, that got me interested. Um I raced at Coventry and Brandon for many years. Um, became chairman of Coventry in 2009. And recently, the Trump National chairman. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, I mean, start with Coventry. I mean, that's been a sort of three, what, nearly 30, say 2009? Yeah. So that's been like nearly a 13-year tenure as chairman of a club there. Yep. Is it... What's it like? What's it like on a day-to-day basis, organising the stuff and looking after the track and dealing with landlords and? Um, it's all a bit of a difficulty with some, with some of the landlords, but um, the day-to-day stuff is usually pretty good. We have a regular committee meeting. Um, recently got a new race controller. It's taken a little bit of weight off me because I was doing yeah. that as well. Um, it's Karina, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's learned the program in next to no time. She does a really good meeting. Yeah, doesn't um, take any nonsense. No, she don't. She even keeps me in order. 
Yes, we, we do, quite often hear her shouting at you across the track. Does she yeah. race, ever race, had a, had a history of racing or? No, her son races. Oh, okay. Um, young Lee, he's, he was the winner on the weekend on the short course. Um, he, he came from touring car racing over to us a couple of three years ago. Um, a bit of disillusion with touring cars and his, his first aim was to beat me. <laughs> Didn't take him long. <laughs> Class. So... Yeah. He is fast. So, I mean, you didn't just become the truck chairman either, did you? You were quite instrumental in resetting up of the truck section because, for those that don't know, the truck section kind of died off is a fair way to put um, it. The stadium trucks died off. Uh, the short course came out. Um, we had a few good years where they... Uh, good numbers. Um, sort of plateaued a little bit for a couple of years. Then this year, um, after four years of pushing BRCA, we've now got the, the BRCA recognition. Yeah. And the stadium trucks um, have, have taken off, big style. Um, the only part of my AE kit that's uh, not AE, I've got the Storm. Oh. Um, you it's might. quite funny actually because I've, I've, I've said this. I've said this previously. Um, I mean, I know associated and, and obviously been in stadium trucks like historically right the way through, but it's almost yeah. like Schumacher gave everyone in the UK the the license to like stadium trucks again by doing by doing their own, yeah. isn't it? Because as soon yeah. as every every main manufacturer's got a stadium, yeah. you know, it's it's, um, it's 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 just really good for the sport, you know. Oh yeah, it's good for the sport. Have you? Did you? Because I know you got the associated. Short course. Did you try a yeah. T six and and a storm and decide to get the storm or how did you end no, up going that way? I got the stadium truck um before the six point two come out. Right. Um I've still got a couple of old T fours that still visit the track now and again. So um I'll give it a run. It's quite a good truck. Um I've done one or two modifications to it. I've got to show one to Trish for next time I see him. What have you done? What See, have you done? I've changed the camber plate at the back. Oh, okay. Well, have you moved um, it higher or lower or bigger? Wider, narrower? I've made it wider. Okay. Only by, only by two mil. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, changed the the grip at the back quite a lot. So. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's, it's, it's one good thing about RC modelling and racing, isn't it? Is, is making bits yourself. Yeah, you know. that's it. Yeah. Especially when it works. It's even better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I put a brand new, brand new pair of tyres on the other Thursday, and um, couldn't keep the front wheels down. <laughs> so I wish I'd left, left the old ones on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. It was like when we started running the shorter chassis on the on the associated trucks and that. Yeah. And it really changed them. It was a, a thing. So just back to the trucks. Yeah. For those who don't know, what's involved in sort of setting up a section and going through the the process of getting like the BRCA recognition and you know having that on the in the top drop down box now for the thing when you've got all the different sections there's the truck one there what's involved yeah. in getting all that what do you have to do is it loads well, of boring paperwork um there is lots of background work that I have to do um I've had to learn the background of the BRCA website they've let me loose on it um but before that though we we probably had five or six years where this, the, the trucks were having some good 
series. Um, and then we, we went into club sport, which is something new that the BRCA started. So we're like the pioneers of the club sport. Yeah. And we've gone from there into a full section. So it's, it's, it's a lot of work. It took us a couple of three years, but we got there. Yeah. So what in those two years is it like going to the AGMs every year and petitioning to be given the recognition, or do you just do you fill in the forms and then you get a rubber stamp that says yes or no? Um, well, well, there wasn't any forms to start with. It was a matter of um, pestering Alan Layton because he's the PRO, yeah. um, and one or two other people that was on there were, were Paul Worsley and the one ten section because we was we was trying to get under them as a start off. Um, so it's all, you know, lots of people that everyone knows that um, we've been talking to over the years and then the club sport sort of um, sparked it all off and got us going. There's a few of the new ones coming into club sport at the moment. So then you have to go to the exact meetings every two or three months, um, which we're all doing on Skype or Teams at the minute. So... Um, so, I mean, there is quite a big commitment in it then. If you're having to travel, I mean, I'm assuming these exact meetings are never, you know, they're never just down the road in Birmingham, are they? They're, no. They're, they're, they're there and everywhere, aren't they? Yeah. I can't think where the last one was. But we haven't had a, an actual face-to-face meeting for some time. Oh, it's, well, all, yeah. it's all been on the PCs. Yeah, yeah. It might be a way to go forward. Then in the future, more people might get involved if they haven't got to travel two or 300 miles. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, you're sitting in your, your lounge in the comfort. So when you yeah. first started to get a, like the trucks recognised by the BRCA, did you have to f- force it, or after they when when the short course national? I mean, the short course nationals. I mean, the last season I did a couple of years ago. I'm sure there was like eighty people there across two wheel drive and four wheel drive. Yeah, so we, they, we used to have that many. Did, yeah. the, so the, did the BRCA then think, oh, this is something that's serious, rather than you know ten guys messing about in a field? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we averaged seventy drivers. Yeah, and and that was more than some of the current sections have got. You know, yeah. and we got um, probably three quarters of the the organisation side of things done. So it was just a matter of fitting it in with the BRCA timescales and and the way the BRCA do things. So, and then how long? So obviously, I suppose you'd run it. You've always run a national series, haven't you? Yeah. But, what what have been the the difficulties of of getting a national series sorted again, and the logistics of it during this sort of the sorry we call it the COVID era um, of racing? Well, we had the series sorted pre-COVID. So we, yeah, we was about to kick off um, just before COVID started, and we've basically kept the same tracks that was organised. Um, it's a matter of banging on the doors of the clubs and saying, do you want to run a national at the moment? Um, but next year, we'll be having an application form. Oh, because of how popular the entries have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was the first, for those, again, that don't know, it's, it was the first the first round down at Bowton this weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and considering it was, it's probably the most remote track for everybody in the country to get to. Nobody seems to be able to get to Bowton easily unless you live down there um it was a good turnout wasn't it there was a there was a uh, good amount of turn up yeah seven seats um yeah i think there's nine in most of them a couple of tens but yeah was that was that limited or were we 
Do you um, still have spaces available? We're limited a little bit, but we, we could probably get some more spaces available. I don't want to go more than seven heats at the moment because of the format. Yeah. Because uh, we can't change any formats until we have had an AGM. Got you, yeah. Because oh, uh, yeah. the format was obviously four qualies and three finals yeah. for everybody, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Which, if you've got many more heats, it makes it a long day. It does. But if you add your ideal way of being able to run it, I think four qualies and three finals is probably the best thing yeah. because you get you get the best of both worlds and you? you get all your opportunities to put your good efforts in for qualifying yeah but then you also get i've had one final that i've been butchered off royally i've got two to i can make up for it in now yeah so yeah i think it, it is a good format I, re, I personally really enjoyed it and i think everybody that turned up should have as well really yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I started at quarter past nine, which is earlier than we normally start. Yeah. Uh, to, see, to see what the time scales would be like. We I mean, managed to get a half hour dinner break. Yeah, yeah. I mean, starting, Not, at, all done starting by at half, half nine, it's, yeah, yeah, starting at half nine, it's practically a lie in as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, it's, it's a good day. If you wanted an extra heat, you'd just start at nine o'clock instead, wouldn't we? Yeah, that's it. And you'd be, you'd be, you'd be away. So. Yeah. No, it was it was a thoroughly enjoyable format. Um, so, so was there many sore heads on Sunday morning then? No, we're all sensible. We don't yeah. we don't get bad heads, do we, Chris? No, no, we uh, <laughs> spoken like a true diplomat. Yeah, we just we just stick to the amount that we know we can all sensibly drink and play cricket at the same time. Yeah, oh, I did see. Actually, you there was a game of cricket going on. It looked quite. Yeah, we yeah. we'd got a uh, we'd got a set of cricket stuff out there. So uh, a few of us went and got involved and had a bit of a knock around and was it competitive competitive no nah, nah, it wasn't competitive at all actually it was it was it was probably the least competitive bit about the weekend so how many um individual um split the classes down for me what i'm trying to say so how many race stadium how many did short course two and four there was two heats of two wheel drive short course yeah one heat of four-wheel drive short course and four of stadiums. Oh, okay, brilliant. So have a lot of the people that used to race short courses moved over to stadiums or have they disappeared and it's new blood in, in stadiums? Or There's new blood in the stadiums, but there's a few people that have um, had, a, had a sabbatical from, from racing, I think. Yeah. So they could all come back next year once COVID and that settled down. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the thing about the that I personally experienced with it was it, it's a really good way for um, you sort of I say not so competitive I don't mean not so competitive people in the sense of that they're slow or anything but the people who aren't you know they just they want to have more of a good time than yeah. care about winning an A final Yeah, I think it's the perfect series for somebody that still wants to be mildly competitive it doesn't want to be you know flat out throwing however much money down the pan each weekend yeah um, it was a really good setup for that I thought um, very easy to get into the trucks are fun yeah everybody got on reasonably well um, and it was it was it was a good relaxed meeting where everybody everybody could enjoy it was was there um, many people throwing tyres at it or was it just like a normal day because I, I know 
there was a lot of debate when you first started the, the actual national series about not having yeah. a tire, not having a tire rule as such. Did everyone end up on the same tire in the end at the end of the day, pretty much? Um, short course, there was a difference between course kings and spikes. Yeah, one or two of us tried some with the variants, but they weren't working in the low grip. I'd have turned up with loads of short with course kings, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I put them on for the second round, and um, somebody hadn't glued them. Oh no way! So I dropped a round straight away. No. But there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm, didn't, I'm you well drop another round, didn't you drop another round when your wheel overtook your truck? That's when my tyre came off. Oh, was that when the tyre came off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, right. Yeah. They've been in my box for 12 months, and I've, I didn't know they weren't glued. I never tried them. <laughs> well, you don't, do you? I'm the same. I <laughs> no. pick tyres up. Oh, they'd be glued. But, yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. And, and to be honest, I haven't driven my stadium truck, uh, my short course for quite some time. I've been concentrating on the stadium truck. Yeah. So... Mm. But I think in the tr- in the the stadiums, I think the track really dictated that there was only one tire. Which yeah. was? It was a it was the yellow V two, but it was on. Um, you had to run the soft inserts to get it to work, and even then, there wasn't a great amount of grip. Is the V two the one with the spikes and the cr- X down the middle? Yeah, the yeah, spikes yeah, on the yeah. outside, the X yeah. down the middle. Yeah. The V fours the opposite yeah. way around. Yeah. But yeah, I think just, well, I mean, we all know Bowton doesn't have the highest level of grip in the country. It's not like a Southport, for example. No. Um, so I think really the the track dictated that was the only tyre. It'll be interesting when we go to somewhere like Cov or Telford, where we know there's a few tire, different tyres that work. Yeah, because you know we're at Coventry for the next round, don't you? Yes, so... If you are listening, you're part of the Truck Nationals. Unfortunately, due to some operational issues at A1, there's had to be a little bit of a shuffle in the calendar. So round two will now be at Coventry. And I'm assuming A1 will take Coventry's weekend, won't they now, Mark? Yeah, that's the plan, yeah. 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 So basically, A1 and Coventry have swapped just due to some uh, operational issues at A1. Well, both clubs, actually. Oh, at both clubs? Yeah, yeah. How, Fair enough. How is um, Coventry Club at the moment? Are you are you any closer to being evicted, or have you still ships um, keep getting extensions on 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 the on the well, off road track? We've got to be off the field this year. Um, is, that, is that a definite now? Yeah, that's a definite. Yeah, yeah. Um, the new venue isn't going as well as we was hoping for. Um, so there's a meeting next week, I think, at, at the the new venue to see what we can try and achieve. Is, it, is, um, it, is the new venue going to be just tenth, or are you going to try and get an, an eighth track in there as well? Well, because where it is, it was going to be one tenth only. Yeah. So there'd be no no nitros there. Okay. So oh, um, yeah, we have you... looked at other places for nitros, but just nobody wants to give up the fields. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk much about what the what the holdups are? Is it planning? Is it? It's it's only been planning. Planning and uh, the ejections have come in like six months after we've started the planning. Um, so what sort of? I, I don't know if I'm asking too many questions. It's just if 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 I am, just tell me to to stop. What when you get asked for planning permission for a racetrack like an RC model car track? Is it the same as asking for planning permission for a house? Is it the same thing or not? Um, it's similar. Yeah, uh, and then it's like it's like change of use of the land. 
Got yes. Is the main issue. So, if, so it was a green field or a brown field, and now you want to turn it into yeah. a track. Okay. Yeah. And then what... we have to specify all the bits that we're going to be using, and yeah. things like the toilet, toilets, and the rostrum, and, uh, okay. and fencing, and noise, and whatever. Yeah. And what sort? And what sort of objections do you get? Are these off residents or councillors or? Uh, most of them are the residents at the minute. Okay. Is that like noise or? Yeah. They think we're going to be running nitros around, but. Yeah. So I you... can't make any more comment on that at but, the moment. No, no, fair enough. Um, but I mean, but I'm obviously me being uh, curious. So is it not a case of just asking these people to come to your track and say, or, or, or you know, say, come and have a look at the, where, where we race at the minute. This is all it's going to be. Yeah, know, well, can you not contact what, them directly or, or what? <laughs> that's what next Tuesday's meeting is all about, to oh. organise a demonstration. Yeah, okay. So yeah, because I mean the just talking brief, just talking about that with noise. Because Nemo race have got a similar situation. Yeah, their, their local neighbours are totally happy with them running nitro cars up and down. Yeah, um, like heat, heats of fourteen and fifteen cars, but they're yeah. complaining about the noise from the tunnel. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's like what's what's what's. I mean, I'm not, I'm I'm not putting words in your mouth. I don't know, but is it the beeps or or, or <laughs> what what bit? It's, it's is everything. Uh, I mean, I, I've done some work with um, the the speakers. Yeah. Um, all the cone type speakers seem to make the noise travel. Yeah. Um, and I found some more speakers that are lower impedance and and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, and don't don't direct the the sound. Yeah, it, it's just like a local noise instead of yeah transferring it everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's but, the, a... but, but, they're, but they're not cheap. Yeah, oh, obviously no, nothing nothing good ever no. is it. It's just, right. it's going to be hard work, mate. I mean, you know, and it's going to be dr- not say you lose your motivation because you you know you want to you want to have a summit to race, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be draining and not demotivating. Thinking, what am I bothering? You know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting on in years now. Um, I've probably got a couple of three years of racing left in me, but I'll give it all. I'll try and do my best. Yeah. I hope it all goes well for you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, let's move on to talking about um, your painting then. How did that come about? Did you just used to paint bodies for yourself before you went um, full scale, you know, doing, doing bodies yeah. for other people? I had I had a few the bodies done early days. Um, wasn't very happy with the, the 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 quality of it. Yeah. So I started having go with myself. Started off with a aerosol can as a propellant. Um, didn't work very well. So we had to go at a few and. Um, then I've progressed to a compressor, and uh, went from there. Really, I've just recently bought myself a Bambi. Keep the keep the neighbours happy. Yeah, is that a silent one? That. Yeah, a silent one. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, because you've said you don't paint like in your house, do you? You paint in the shed. Yeah, I do most of it in my shed. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't, I, at best, I probably do three a week. I don't do a great deal. Um, I couldn't do the amount that some of the other painters do. I just haven't got the time. Yeah. yeah well, with, with organising a club, a section, yeah, and trying to get your cars prepped yourself, you probably are a bit short of time, aren't you, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm racing tomorrow night, and I don't even know what car I'm racing yet. <laughs> is that at Coventry, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Our Thursday night grid starts. Yeah. What sort of times do you run on a Coventry night from, then? Um, 6.45 and through until... 
sort of like half nine. Yeah. Um, the dark dictates whether we have finals or not. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose it's so, a good way of doing it. Yeah. I mean, beginning to the end of the, the year, we usually have six-minute heats to give them the extra bit of track time. But it's just a bit of fun. Yeah. So, sounds good. Yeah. How, how many people are you getting on a club night? Um, well, about 30, 40 people. Not okay. a lot. That's good, for a, that's good for a club night, mate. Jeez. Oh, yeah. yeah. We now didn't have many more than that on a, on a Sunday day at Kidderminster at the weekend, I don't think. Yeah. We've been having good numbers, to be honest, since the, um, the lockdown has been sort of relaxed a bit. Because um, a lot more people are racing at the club level. Well, yeah, because everyone's want, whether they want to or I don't know. I don't think scared is the right word, but everyone is staying a lot more local, isn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been nice to have numbers there. Um, yeah. Be nice to have a quiet meeting for a change. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't get much time to work on my cars yeah. at, the, at the race meeting. I bet not. I bet not. Yeah. So, so when you're painting a body for someone, how how do you go about it? Do you this does someone do they give you? We should be spoke briefly about this with Elliot Boots last week, and he was saying his his style is he he goes on the internet, looks at different body shelves, and sends four pictures, and says, I want that there, that there, and that there. Do you get that, yeah. or do you get a lot of people to say? Just paint. I want these three colours. Go for it. Um, most people have got uh, their set patterns, yeah. and they might just do a little tweak to it here and there. Um, some people say, "I want these three colours." You've got a free hand, and then sometimes they come up with a nice, wonderful uh, pattern. Or sometimes yeah. it's a bit, bit, bit plain. But you know, it, it's you need the the ideas from the drivers, or the people who want the painting done, to give you an idea of what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I play around with my body shells a little bit. Um, I've got about six different body shells at the moment. <laughs> Just no, different colours. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to use my Union Jack ones. I've spent too much time on them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to christen them at some point. Yeah, I'm the same. I'll build, I'll build these drag cars and I'm forget to run them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Could turn one of them back into a short course and come to a national series. Mm, no. Nah. It's too far gone, mate. It's too far. It's too far. Drag cart. Too far. Drag too cart. far. Drag cart. I built this wonderful candy green drag car, um, Mark, and I tried it down the street, and it was way too fast. And I should, you know, when you run the first run, it's got a three and a half turn motor in it, so it's rapid. Yeah. And I run it down the street, and it was undrivable. The back tires kept lighting up. So instead of being a sensible human being and putting it away, or I don't know, putting gripper on the tires or something <laughs> stupid like that, yeah. I thought I'll try it again. I tried it again and I launched it straight under the sill of my golf and scratched <laughs> all the roof oh no, man I ain't touched it since it's just it's this on yep. the shelf and it would be like a plastic bag on the roof so I don't see the scratch <laughs> <laughs> so I, know, I feel your pain you feel your pain I'll tell you what Chris yeah. now that Tamiya lorry I've built I haven't oh. driven that yet it's, st- it's, st- oh, yeah. it's still on the shelf no 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 it's all ready to go set up I just need to bash your foot in it and I can drive it in the street but well, I just haven't driven it yet yeah. You're probably not missing much, to be honest, mate. No, no. I'll drive, I'll drive Bruce. He's and he goes mental when I smash it off the curb. <laughs> so, yeah. no, that's cool, man. That's cool. So, what are your plans for this year for racing wise, then, Mark? Are you are you going to be travelling around, or are you literally just going to do the truck nationals and, and, and the regionals that are on the regionals? Well, I'm doing club meetings, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm doing the regionals with stadium truck and with two wheel drive buggy, um, and then I'm doing the short course. In the in the nationals, so I've got a busy few months ahead of me. Certainly have. Yeah. So I mean, we've talked about the nationals in the sense of 
you know how they were set up and all that. What we haven't said is how did your um, how did your meeting go the weekend? How did you get on? I know you got a uh, a bit of silverware. So, well, apart from throwing me tyres off in qualifying, um, I managed to cut, put two decent rounds together. Um, put me fourth on the um, on the grid for the A final. I managed to sneak in for a third on the podium. Nice. Yeah, I got a third, fourth, and a fifth. So you counted the third and the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Butcher anybody off along the way? Give them, you know. Um, I, know you, I know you short course drivers aren't afraid of a bit of a door to door. A little bit, rubbing, little bit of rubbing. Yeah, a little bit of rubbing. You know. Not afraid yeah. of bashing each other into the fences. Yeah. yeah. So well, we, we try not to do that. Yeah. Who, who won the short course? And who was second um, ahead of you? Um, two fellow club members. Um, Lee Walker um, won it. Yeah. And Simon Gaunt won uh, come second. Oh, okay. So, did you did you get a chance to have a challenge with them them two, or were you busy fighting for from fourth, third, fourth, and fifth? Um, a couple of races, I was uh, worrying Simon. Yeah, um, he could see me coming, so he was uh, trying to protect his position, if you like. Yeah, um, I think I made a little mistake in the in the third one. Um, I fell off the jump. Fell off the jump. Yeah, the, I, had to, I had to give a place back. Was that the one? The one over the back left was that, or was that yeah, the yeah, middle yeah. doubles? The middle one over the back. Yeah. I, I tried a different line to overtake somebody on the inside and um, did skeletric uh, across the hosing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had the same line through that all weekend. Yeah. Except the last lap in two of the finals, where I, I cocked it up and let the guy almost get past me. Yeah. Um, luckily, I managed to uh, hold on and had enough horsepower down the straight to fend him off. But yeah. Uh, yeah, every line yeah. apart from them last two laps of the last two finals. Yeah, and it was a uh, was a bit a bit weird and wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm quite pleased with my performance, to be honest. Um, uh, aiming for aiming to take the win next time. Or doubt of I'll catch Lee. He's too quick. But surely, being the chairman of Coventry Club and the next meetings at Coventry, you should be the you should know every blade of AstroTurf around that track, Mark. Yeah, so does Lee. We're expecting big things of you, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll, have, I'll give it my best. I yeah. mean, Lee, Lee will be as his home track, so... Yeah. Can't you just give him like a penalty or something? Um, I've tried that. Still don't work. <laughs> you punt him off. That's what truck drivers <laughs> usually do. No, well, it's not, we put, Chris. We put him on the back of the grid before now, and he still beat us. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just so it, sneaky. Really? Just sandbag and then run reverse grids. And when they say, "Oh well, I'm still at the back of the," I go, "No, no, we've just reversed the whole order." Yeah. So yeah. like, last is actually pole. Yeah. So. Cool. So was was Kevin Jones not racing um, two-wheel drive? Was he just doing the four? He was just doing four because um, we were led a bit low on committee members. Yeah. Um, so he, he was doing a lot of refereeing. I tried to fill in when he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but I was running around trying to keep an eye on race control as well. Well, I'd like few... to say he was just sandbagging for a trophy. Who, Kev? Yeah. No, he, he's, he hasn't got no competition, to be honest. Mm. He's, a, he's running a 10th motor as well in his four-wheel drive wow. instead of a 550. Oh, right, okay. Is that so... to slow himself down and make it a challenge? or? No, it's you just the need... way that the... You don't need the pain, mate. Do you, really, no. I suppose? Yeah, he's got a, a techno conversion uh, with a Cobra chassis. And... Um, it works well with a tenth motor. 
Alright, fair enough. Not, I'm not, like I say, I'm not too clued up on the uh, the short buses. They look a bit like yeah. an eighth car, Chris, but with yeah, but they're just like two, on two S. Not much oh, difference right, okay. really, especially fair. the latest generation drive anyway. Yeah. yeah. So the other good thing was. I'm going to rub this into everywhere else in the country. Midwest pretty much dominated, didn't we? We did, yeah. Coventry yeah. had a good showing and Midwest had a good showing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Midwest uh, took the top three spots in stadium truck. Yeah. Obviously took the top, top three spots in short course. Yeah. Um, is there any sort of a regional trophy that we can take at the end um, of it? Is so, there a regional not award? It's not something we've had on the cards before now, but I can't see well, why think, not. I think seeing as we're winning, we should implement it. <laughs> yeah, we can have it as an unofficial trophy. Yeah, yeah just give us all some glory. Here's a question. I know the there's no F gradings this year um, due to the, the situation with COVID and stuff. Yeah. But will there be a grading for trucks? Would you, would, did, we ever, did you ever decide if it was going to be like a T grading, like a T1 or a T2 or anything like that? Or did yeah, yeah. We have looked at it. Yeah. Um, but it's another one that's got to go to the AGM. Yeah. To put the rule into into place. So. Yeah. It's going to be a busy AGM at the end of this year, I think. I don't see why nobody would volunteer, like, have a truck grading, because if it does get popular, there has to be a fair and legitimate way to accept entries, isn't there? Yeah. Because otherwise, your top drivers might be the last ones to book in and not actually get in. And yeah, then you're just right. left with. Yeah. a series which isn't I don't want to say truly competitive because everybody would go there and compete fairly but it doesn't have that fair competitive edge does it? No. If, you haven't got, oh, it... if you haven't got the best of the best that want to run it yeah. then you know so like, would a two wheel drive national really be a two wheel drive national without like Craggy and Lee Martin and the halls going because you lose half of the top final already don't you? That's right yeah yeah I mean, yeah. young young Charlie, he's flying at the minute. Young Charlie Saunders. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty unstoppable, isn't he? Yeah, I've I've called him the quiet assassin. Yeah. And then you've got his brother, who's the the psycho. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's but, he's yeah. getting faster as well. Yeah. The more young... more track time they get. Yeah, yeah, and you got to say, I mean, Neil does put a lot of effort in with him, doesn't he? And yeah, he does. Yeah. You know, yeah. they all. They all. Uh, very fair races as well. I think if you if you're a new starter and you want to see about how to take kids racing, it's a very good example. Yeah, there's um, a couple a couple of good follow. youngsters. There's, yeah. there's uh, Charlie and Harry, and there's Ollie, little Ollie Natris. I mean, he, yeah. I think he was he was struggling a little bit on Sunday, but um, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, they're all quick. You've even got um, oh yeah, you know, yeah. quick draw the likes of Lewis Hopkins. He's a quick yeah. little guy. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, they're, they're all coming along and. Unfortunately, yeah. all us old guys are going to lose our our speed eventually. Oh yeah, Russ is already yeah. having to retire to pit for Bruce. So. <laughs> yeah, not yet, not yet. There's still time. There's still time. Yeah. You said when he beats you, so I say. No, I didn't say that. I said when he <laughs> just. I said when he starts beating me consistently, I will okay, consider. So... I will consider it. Okay, consider. so next weekend then. Yeah. Not this weekend. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so we're, 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 we've still got time. Yeah, we've still got time. Yeah. yeah, but I'll be honest with you. There's a mate of mine, Scott Crumpton. Um, you probably know Mark from the regionals and the clubbies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I went to school with him, so we've been mates since we were like twelve. 
and he was in the same finalist Scott at the weekend and he was only like two and a half seconds a lap slower than him um, obviously Ooh. Scott's been racing since we were kids as well um, yeah. so man he's getting some hassle over that at the moment so, yeah 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 so you just got to be careful how much hassle you give people, Russ, because when he event- when Bruce eventually beats you, Scott's got all the ammo in the world. Oh, then, yeah, but they? when he starts beating me, mate, he's going to be world level. So is it really, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so is it really that bad? Yeah. yeah, that's it. Nah, but we're having the best time, mate. It's like, a, you know, it's the boys having fun on a Sunday. And you know what I mean? This is the best, we're having the absolute yeah. best time, you know, so... It, well, that was when it happens, nice. when it happens, it happens. But at the moment, man, we're having such a laugh. You know yeah, what I mean? Like we I said, should... that was what was nice about the truck nationals. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just having a laugh. It was a, it was a good, relaxed, yeah. friendly atmosphere with a bit of competition at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, I actually thought was really nice as well, which you don't get a lot now. There was trophies for the podium in every final. Yeah, something that we've that? always Brilliant. done. Though. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. You, we used to get that back in the day. Yeah, and you just don't get there, or at least you know you'd get trophy for a final one, two, and three, and then the winner of each final would get a trophy yeah. or something. I'll tell you what, it's, yeah. it's great for the kids as well because if Bruce yeah. ever wins a trophy, he does not put it down for two weeks. He's walking around the house with it, and if he gets a medal, he's always wearing it. And you know, I was talking yeah. to um, Stuart, you know, Stuart Hitchman, and his lad Rupert. Yeah. Rupert won at um, the regional. Did he get most considerate? Considerate Marshall or most considerate driver, I think. Most considerate driver. You know, yeah. and he he run up to me. He's like, Russ, Russ, Russ. I've won, a, I've won a prize for most considerate driver, and he was over the moon. Yeah, you he know, took it he, to show. He took it to show and tell in the school as well. Yeah, you know, he's brilliant, mate. You know, yeah, just little things it. like that that people don't realise how much kids, you know, can fall in love with this sport just by giving him a piece of plastic. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, they got yeah. thousands of quid worth of kit on the table, and you know, and brand new tyres for every other run and whatever. And you give them a five quid trophy, yeah. mate, they'll be your mate forever. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, even like little medals and stuff, they're not expensive, are they? You buy, you no. can buy them in bulk online. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to say anything. It doesn't have to be engraved or anything. But yeah. just pick pick somebody who's been the most considerate, and it's a kid at the end of the week. Find someone. Now, even if it's made up, just find something they don't care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we got we got a local uh, trophy shop that does does a good deal because he has so many offers. Yeah, I tell you what amazed me. Um, I asked at Dudley why we didn't have proper trophies, and and we got because everyone gets like if you win your A final, B final, C final, you get like some you get your pick of the chocolate table, and you get like a, a laminated piece of A4 paper. And I was like, why don't we why aren't we doing trophies? And he told me how much trophies were, and I nearly fell off my chair. Yeah, trophies are so expensive. Yeah, yeah. you know, you think they're making I mean, thousands in China, but man, the you know the price yeah. of them is horrendous, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think we pay sixteen pound a final. Yeah, uh, and yeah. then the end of the end of season final trophies are, um, I think they cost us nearly two hundred quid because yeah. they are proper trophies, though. Yeah. yeah. So I'll tell you what then, Mark. I hope you don't mind me putting you on the spot, but we'll uh, we'll do this. How about the Grid Talk podcast provide a trophy to the Truck Nationals and at the end of the season, the events committee, you, Kev, those guys, you pick the driver that's shown the most fair play and the most good sportsmanship and they get that at the end of the year. And then the next year it can be recycled and 
passed yeah. on. Yeah, I'm up for that. You up for that, Russ? Yeah, and we'll even pay for the engraving for the um, the certificate. You know, the, if it, the, the trophy for the next year, for the next year. Yeah. There you go then. Cool. So, stick your money where your mouth is. Is, is the only way, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what's planned uh, next for you then, Mark? Apart um, from tomorrow night at Cov. I've got a club meeting tomorrow night. We've got club meeting Sunday, our Super Cup round. Um, yeah. The following Sunday, we've got the two-wheel drive regional. Um, and then the truck national at Coventry, so it's a busy few weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, Christ. So if I get into Coventry this week on the reserve list, I'm spending the next three weekends in your field. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So, so, so the. Oh, of course, yeah. Because you got have you got a four-wheel drive regional first then before the two-wheel drive. No, it's. Oh no! It's, yeah, sorry, no, it's no, separate. Yes, you got a club meeting this week, so the regional is the thirteenth. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then it's the, the, the truck, truck national, national the week after. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Twenty seventh. Twenty seventh is the truck national. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, hang on a minute. I just thought because um, we're at Telford on the four wheel driving, we're on the twentieth. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got four four weekends on the truck. Three at Coventry, one at Telford. Are you racing the the the, the, the trucks at the four wheel drive? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Are, you, are you allowed to do both this year? Well, have you got to do oh. one or the other? Yeah, you can do both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do both, but you have to. Um, they have to let everybody else that hasn't isn't running another class do the trucks first, yeah. and then you can get yeah. in, kind of like. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of doing it. You know, as yeah. a sort of the second well, reserve. The space, I'll let you go. Yeah. 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 Second right. class yeah. reserve, I suppose you'd call it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, any any plans for anything special at Coventry for the for the truck national? Any new features or? Um, there might be. Got anything up your sleeve? I've got plenty of bits of wood that I might be able to make a new ramp with. Might be able to make no. a new ramp with, oh dear. With a fire pit behind <laughs> it, I think that'd be quite yeah. cool. Oh, I just have one request. Can we not run the way where there's no grip? Um, <laughs> I'm fed up with no grip. Well, we had more grip on the, that way round than we have the other Sunday. Yeah. Um, which way, which way are, are you talking, Chris, for our listeners? Clockwise oh, or anti-clockwise? I can't remember. Um, left the one, left uh, of our straight or right down the straight? The yeah, the one where you're going, you're driving towards race control down the straight, I think is the grippier yeah. way, isn't anti-clockwise. it? Anti-clockwise. Yeah, it is, yeah. 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 And, so, and full, full jump in front of the rostrum. Yeah, yeah. So And, yeah, no corner jumps. Oh, God, no. That, that was a nightmare, that was. So, yeah. Straight, straight tabletop and going left to right down the straight is my my request, please. Yeah. <laughs> Hairpin at the end of each and each end of the straight. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Why yeah. not? Yeah. It's trucks. It's like the Wild West. Yeah. So. Right, Mark, we're coming up towards the end now, so it's time for our famous questions. Yeah. Um, out of all the tracks you've ever been to, what is your favourite track? And it could oh. be any class. Um, I would say the dirt track at Northwest Nitro when we did the, the short course there yeah. a couple of years ago. Brilliant! They were an eighth national this weekend. I think got an, an e buggy eighth national. national. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's what just was... a shame that Blackpool's such a, a long way away. Yeah, yeah. What was it like running on um, dirt tyres on the short course then? Um. 
you have to change? A lot more toe in than normal. Yeah. Um, shocks on the rear, it's a, the tower is to the front. Um, and I was, st- I was still struggling for, for grip. But, yeah. uh, you know. Brilliant. We managed to get it around. I think I've yeah. got it on the A final on that one. Nice. And what. And that, go I've got sure. go You're going to ask it. Yeah, I'll just say, and what would be your your choice of car to drive again if there was a car that you know you've ever driven in the past had a go with somebody else who's ever ever looked at the car I'd love to have had one of them um, not really I like the associated cars um, they never let me down the spares are always plentiful yeah, so you don't fancy it you, don't fa- you wouldn't fancy a bash with an old RC10T um, I'm thinking about making an RC10T out of my buggy uh-huh. Do you not have it. a longer chassis? Um, no, it was no, a nose. Apparently. It was a nose plate. It was longer. It was a nose plate. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. all it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I think I've got all the bits to do it with. Yeah. Um, would it be a runner or would it be a shelfie? Well, it's it's a re-re one, so it'll be a runner. Yeah, you got a runner. Ah, you got a yeah. runner. Yeah. It's a runner at the minute, so... Yeah. Do you, have you have you kept many of your old cars through the years or, or do you sell them on to, buy, to fund the next one? Um, I've sold some of them yeah. over the years. Uh, I've got rid of all my Durangos. Um, got rid of the Triple XNT early on. Uh, I kept most of them. No. So what? what you, what's yeah. your favourite car out of all the ones you, you've still got then? I still like my T4. Yeah. Yeah. Still, still a nice car. You still run that as well, don't you? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Run it at Hemley Hall last time. <laughs> nice. On the grass. I mean, yeah. in some conditions, it's probably still reasonably competitive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the low grip. We had someone come to Coventry the other week with a T4, and he was absolutely flying it around the track. Yeah. Um, so they, were, they were a great car when they were released, and they've definitely oh, yeah. stood the test of time, haven't they? So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't the yeah. T4 the same as the B4? Didn't that have like a 10-year run? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, 10-year decade of dominance, yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? It won every world yeah. in a 10-year span. Yeah. Well, so, I've, yeah. I've managed to build up two, and I've got a third one um, as another project. But I'm, I'm struggling for drive shafts. <laughs> yeah, I think gearbox out drives are the uh, the issue to get those. But yeah. have a look at. Um, at Freddie well, Russell's website, he's got a lot of yeah. uh, T4 of T4 and B4 spares and stuff in. Yeah, well, I, I cheat with I put the uh, SC10 gearbox in with the metric oh, bearings. Sure, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Metric bearings and the, the outdrives are still available. Yeah, yeah. Well, class. Brilliant. Yeah. Right then, Mark, we'll look at letting you go. Before we do, do you want to say thank you to anyone, friends, family, sponsors, long-suffering wife? Oh, the wife's always suffering from me. <laughs> um. So yeah, thank everyone that knows me um, for putting up with me. I can be a pain sometimes. Um, I try, I try and behave myself most of the time. But uh, being chairman, you have to be diplomatic at times. So, no. per- perfect, mate. Well, well, thank you very much for all you do for Coventry and the, and the truck tramp racing and you know everything yeah. you do for the sport because you do a lot more than most. So thank you very much yeah. from us yeah, and obviously you. all the listeners. And I'm, and I'm sure everybody that was there on the weekend would, would want to say uh, thank you for. Uh, an excellent meeting, hiccup free, and well. Right, well, you didn't see the hiccups on Saturday. Well, that's that's there's all there's hiccups at every meeting. Yeah. A sign of a good meeting is whether everybody sees them or not. That's it. 
So yeah, nice one, Mark. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. It's been brilliant to chat. I'll see you in a couple of weeks at the the Super Cup. Will do. See you later, mate. Thank you for having me on. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah, yeah, bye. How's about that? I think he's gone. He's certainly gone on my screen, mate. Yeah, excellent. So this is normally the bit where we talk about me or you, and then we'd you know, wobble on fan yeah. sponsors and then that'd be it, isn't it? Yep. But, but I thought what would be quite cool. No, no, I thought well, what would be quite cool this week is seeing as we had Mark on and it was a very truck related episode and there was a truck national the weekend, as everybody now knows, why don't we get the winner of the truck national on? I think it's a brilliant idea, mate. Yeah. So, so waiting in the wings, no editing in this one either because he's already here, um, live on the show now. From his is, bedroom. Uh, from his bedroom is the winner of this weekend's first leg of the Truck Nationals at Bowton. 12 year old Charlie Saunders. How are you, Charlie? You how are you okay? doing, Charlie? Yeah, good. How are you? Really good, mate. Really good. Are you still, still smiling from the weekend? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You managed to blag any treats off your old man? A couple. A couple. You should have played it up for another couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple. Did you did, did did you expect you were going to win on the way there, mate? Uh, not really, no. Because um, looking at the uh, heat list for Sunday, it looked quite a competitive field, and like Haywood and Bish, I know, like I've raced against them before, and they're always quite quick. Yeah. So so. Um, I like the way you forgot to add me into the quite quick people there. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. Yeah. So, so looking at the field, who who was your main? Who do who were you the main worried about when you were on the way down? Um, Brett Birch. Oh, you. Oh, that's an interesting one. I suppose you race Bish quite a lot, don't you? Yeah. So. Um, and Bishy and Brett's always quick. So it was lovely weather, wasn't it, when we got there on the Saturday, and we did a bit of testing. What was your uh, first sort of impressions of the track? Uh, well, I've raced there before at Boogie Nationals, and I know it's a, a fairly low grip track, so I was expecting it to be a bit um, low grip from the start. But then uh, it, you just got to be careful getting on the throttle coming out of the hairpins off our mainly because it's going from a low speed to a high speed very quickly is, it, is, it, well, is that because of this, I've never been there mate is it because it's slippy there is it sandy or um no it's, isn't it with the astroturf yeah it's for the astroturf yeah it's like it's like just a weird astro yeah okay it just it's never had any grip yeah so did you go down with your your sort of standard truck setup? That you tend to, because I know you tend to start with a fairly standard setup everywhere you go, don't you, and then tweak from there. But knowing yeah. it with low grip, did you start anything with anything different, or did you just take it from where you'd normally start? Uh, I think we just took it from where we normally start, like the Telford setup. Right. Okay. And obviously Telford can be quite high grip on it. So free practice Saturday was a whole free practice you could do as much running as you want and we struggled to get you off the track didn't we yeah you were doing lots of practice so did you change much um well uh we softened the front roll bar that was one thing we did yeah um we went out 
with uh, wedges and staggers, and we found the wedges were better because the staggers seemed to fold um, on the off-camera corners because they're quite a high-profile tyre. Right, okay. And you, so you thought that the, the wedges were faster for you? Yeah. Yeah, and could you still get enough steering with those? Uh, yeah, yeah, they were a decent amount of steering. You, like, obviously, they didn't have as much steering as the staggers, but I felt like that made a safer car to drive. Right, okay. So did you change anything else in practice, or was it just about just getting out there and and pounding some laps around and really getting used to the track and what the car was doing? Yeah, I think it was more just going around the track, learning all the racing lines and, like, where the bumps are, where to put the power on and where not to put the power on. And um, on our last practice session, we trod the uh, Z4 pyramids on the rear, but they seemed to slide a bit more. They didn't have as much side bite as the uh, V2s. Right, so what was that What was that doing to the car for you? Did you find it harder to get on the power or were you having to be a bit more gentle with your steering? Or um, I found it mainly coming onto the straight in front of the rostrum. Yeah. It seemed to just want to keep on turning to that inside pipe. Yeah, a lot of people were doing that and actually skipping over, weren't they, and going the wrong way down that little mini straight? Yeah. Yeah. So you were all happy on the Saturday then, on the Saturday night. Um, what, what would you, what, talk us through the Saturday night, not necessarily about the racing, because what a lot of people wouldn't know as well is the Friday before we went, it was actually your 12th birthday, wasn't it? Yeah, so we had a, like a bit of cake on the night. Um, like we sat all in a circle. Then we um, had a game of cricket, didn't we, Bowden? Yeah, yeah, you're not a bad little cricketer, are you? Nah, play for a team that back down. Oh, yeah, you showed you showed us all up, and it was good. It was a good laugh, wasn't it? And yeah. obviously, we saw some epic performances at, from some of the other the staff. Any any uh anything that springs to mind about the game of cricket? Well, um, in particular, Tony Bish's um catch, but the thing is, he didn't really catch the ball. It was about twenty feet off. Yeah, so he was catching it into the sun, wasn't he? And he just thought he was it was coming right at him. Made this heroic dive for the ball. He hit the floor, and then about four seconds later, the ball hit the floor about 20 foot in front of him. It was nowhere near him. But what he has said is, to remind you, that he did bowl you out as well. Yeah, he can spin a ball, but Bish yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. So... Obviously, going into the Sunday, happy with your car and happy with the way everything was set up? Yeah, I felt a bit more confident going into the, um, qualifying after Saturday and like how we felt with the car. Yeah. So, you took, you taught me, you talk us through the first round of qualifying then. Let's hear what quali one was like from, from your point of view. Um, so, I started third on the grid and... Um, Bish had an error on, I can't remember if it was lap one or two, but that put him behind James Evans and me. And then I caught up to James Evans um, after about a lap. I uh, got past James Evans. And then it was 
clear track from there, but I was being pushed bound by pushed around by Brett Birch and Matt Hancock. Mark Hancock. Is Matt. it Mark? Mark. Yeah, Mark. Mark. Yeah. So what was that like? How was was the pressure easy to deal with? Um, obviously there's always a bit of pressure which like over a bit of time you need to learn you learn a bit to like hold that pressure and how to counteract it and and in the end it was about two seconds over the line after the round. Oh, so that was it was still a good win then. It wasn't it wasn't a close one really. You uh you managed to stretch it a bit. Yeah. Yeah, and and how was the car? The car was fine. Uh, it was always always been performing good. Like it was, performing as well as uh, Saturday, which was really good. Right. Okay. So the conditions hadn't really changed much for you in that first run. Uh, no, it was a bit. It was slightly higher grip on the Sunday, but yeah. not that much. It was only a slight change. All right. Okay. So come off the rostrum you've just TQ'd the first round of the first truck national how was that feeling then it was feeling good but obviously there's a lot more pressure to come in the next round because everybody will be watching your car going Uh, around yeah of course there was so second round what happened uh well the grip was dropping slightly so um we decided to put to take the uh, front anti-roll bar off to give it more steering. Um, And we dropped the... We went back to four degrees toe and uh, one degrees anti-squat. Right, okay. And how did that help your car? Did you you find it made it more stable, give it more grip, or...? Uh, It just gave it more drive. More drive out the corners? Yeah. Yeah. And so what was the race like then? You've made your changes... And obviously you're off first now, aren't you? Quickest time of the day, so it's clear track from the beginning. Yeah, it was um, with clear track. You can just obviously pull a gap, and that allows you to just get a bit of leg room and just get into that rhythm of the track. And then it's quite hard to crash when you get in a rhythm because every lap you're doing that save movement, and it gets into your muscle reflex in a way. And in the end, oh. I think I got five seconds to Brett Birch. Oh, so you really, really stretched the gap. And was that time, can you remember if that time was faster than your first time? Uh, yeah, I think I did a 3.22, 10 laps in a 3.22. And then in the next one, I did a 3.17. Right, so it was it was really fast then in comparison. You're making life hard for all the other people trying to catch you. Yeah. Yeah, I like the way you said you find it really hard to crash when you're in a rhythm because me and Russ can crash at any time. We don't need to be not in a rhythm to crash, yeah, mate. Yeah, we don't discriminate, mate. If 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 the crash is on, it's on. Yeah, we we can crash anywhere at any time, as you know. So I assume you got TQ in that one. Uh, yeah. So TQ in the first and second round at the moment. Right. So how are the nerves holding up? Um. They're good, but still everybody's watching that one car, so the pressure's still there. Yeah. Yeah, So you were pushing, or were you just still trying to keep that rhythm? If you you push too hard, you're putting even more pressure on yourself, because it's just like 
you, you make the car look more erratic and then more people, even more people look at it because it, it just doesn't look as settled and people just think, yeah, that car doesn't look settled. There look, might be a problem with it. But if you keep your rhythm, it just gradually gets your lap times improve and improve because you're just getting into that rhythm where you just know where all the bumps are, you know where all the uh, like power places and brake areas you must have been quite confident going into the third round, though, having, having already having the two TQs for the first two rounds. Yeah, it did boost my confidence a little bit, Russ. Yeah. Ah, cool. Yeah. So, do you have anything that, like, to do? Do you do anything special to deal with the nerves? Because it, it's still a big race, isn't it? Something like that. You know, do you go off for a little walk with your dad and just talk about something totally non-car related, or do you do you sit and have a little chat with anybody, or? Or do stuff? Um, no, it's just if you like, you just try not and think about it. Because the more you think about it, the more it gets inside your head, and you just not got to let that happen. Perfect. Tommy Hall says the same, doesn't he? Yeah, he just says you just Whatever. go off, play with your mates, and then go back and take you yeah. a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. So, going into the third round, there's a little bit of pressure because you know you've still got to effectively seal TQ but somebody's got to do a faster time haven't they to take TQ off you now and win two rounds so pretty confident how did round three go um well we we left the car the same because in round two the car was performing perfectly like we couldn't do anything to improve it yeah um it was close with uh Matt Hancock as as we both had small errors near the end of the run, but took TQ by five seconds. Oh, so you TQ'd the third round, that's it. Now, nobody's got a chance, have they? You're, you're starting first now. Yeah, so that relieved a bit of the pressure as well, because knowing um, if anything happens in the fourth round, I'm still safe for pole, pole position on yeah. the grid. So... Car felt good. Yeah, it felt really good. Like we couldn't do anything to yeah. it. it was just dialed. And, and, the ner- and the nerves were holding up. Yeah, like yeah. well, get, obviously securing my place in on the grid now. It's just relieved a bit of pressure. Yeah. So, what was the plan for round three then? Well, sorry, for round four. Was it was it try something? radical to see if you could gain even faster time or were you going out for the tactical if i take tq again it might mean that somebody quick or quick can't get closer to me if they've had a couple of bad runs what were you doing there um well again we just did no changes because the car was dialed and we were say we didn't put any new tires on because we were saving them for the final because i know a lot of people would have put new tires on as well yeah yeah. Um, in the end, I had a small error near the end of the run, and it just, just uh, made me in position three with two people in front. Yeah. So you set on the grid. Who was second in the end on the grid? Who was the one that was sat right behind you? So in second was Alex Haywood, and in third was Brett Birch. All right, so the one person you were worried about was still quite close then. 
Yeah, but I think choosing the inside line on the uh, grid gave me a bit of an advantage into the first corner as it allowed me to push um, second wide and it yeah. um, it holded up the pack. Ah, right. Okay, so first final, um, you're on pole. First ever, I suppose first ever National A final, isn't it, there? Yeah. Yeah, how, how were you feeling when you had the beeps going, the beep, beep, before the warble, how were you feeling? Um, well, again, if you just try and not think about it too much and, like, not think of the people watching your car and you just concentrate on your racing, it'll, it just, the people watching you, in your head, you don't eat, they don't even bother you. you. You just always focus on your racing. All right, maybe I should try that. Then. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So, how did the first leg of the final go? Um, it went well at the start, but then on about lap three, I had a slight stay going on over that awkward sleeping policeman corner. Where you All right, to, yeah. Yeah, I pushed wide and into the pipe, and it um it allowed uh second and third to go through, and it um and with a truck overtaking. When I caught them up, it's like it's like they met, the cars feel like they take up the whole track. Yeah, they're really wide, aren't they? So it's not as easy to, and they're not as agile either, are they? Where you can throw a last-minute move up the inside if somebody goes wide. Yeah. yeah. Um. At the end, um, I was in second because I, th- I think it was Haywood I got past. Um, and on like the second to last lap over the uh, tabletop at the back section, Brett clipped the hairpin. Um, but I, because I was so close, I hit the back of him, and it caused like a chain reaction. And but Tony um, got through up the inside. Um, Tony got first, Brett got second, and I got third in the first leg. All right, so a little bit of disappointment there. Then it's your first first one. Were you expecting to win that leg, or were you just taking it bit at a time? Uh, well, you never got your like get your hopes up too much because if you do, you get a bit cocky on track, and it can like make you push really hard, thinking you'll never crash. And then when you do, you'll think to yourself, "Oh, sh- you shouldn't have done that. Should have drove normally." Yeah. Right, so any changes for the final or just still the same same car and just drive um, it without that mistake? We put a new set of uh, Proline Z4 wedges on the front because um, in the first leg, the reason I crashed is because I understeered into a pipe. Right, so you thought you needed a bit more front-end grip and that the tyres might have been going. Yeah, because we had... Um, <coughs> new rears on for the first leg and then we didn't put any new fronts on which caused it to understeer but in the second leg we put the new Z4s on it was a bit twitchy at the start but I I can drive a twitchy car better than a understeery car because yeah like Worksop that helps a lot with opposite lock and controlling a car when it steps out of line yeah of course so you, you you do do a lot of practice in the low grip as well don't you yeah yeah. So, second leg, you've got your new tyres on, you've got all the steering you need. How did you uh, 
what did you do to stop that second and third place getting past you in in this run? Well, I think by lap two, I pulled around four seconds on second place, and it just relieves right. pressure because it gives you leg room. And when they're being held up by the pack, defending, you can just pull away in the clear air, and it's well, it's really hard to overtake when you're six seconds in front of them. You pulled four seconds in a national A final, kidder. In two laps. <laughs> Man, I wish I could have seen that. <laughs> Mate, honestly, it was. It was. Uh, I don't know what was more interesting to watch: Charlie pull the Charlie pull the four seconds, or his dad panicking at the side of the track with his uh, everything crossed. He so, was. Uh, so there what, was a bit of nerves. So, what was your mindset there, Charlie? Did you just think I'm just going to go, or or did you just not think about anything and just try and get just put some laps in? What was what was your what was going through your head at the time? Um, well, it's just more or less don't crash because if you crash, you've lost all that time you gained. Yeah. And it's just safety. But the thing is, on that track, the left your wheel spinning. Um, if the car steps out of line, that's two temps, and because it's a low grab grip track, that can happen quite often. So the less you do it, the actual faster you go. Yeah. Yeah. So you went faster by going slower. In a way, yeah, because you weren't wheel spinning and stepping out of the corners. Excellent. So, what was your uh, what was the gap at the end of the race? Um, well, I uh, I was the only one to do ten laps. Um, Brett Birch, who was in second, did a nine lap three oh one, and I did a ten laps in three twenty five. So you got a victory lap as well for your first national leg win. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I tried to I tried to slide it on the uh, corner into the uh, pits, but that didn't really go that well. <laughs> Brilliant, man. So obviously, so going into the third one, then you must have been full of beans, ready, ready to go. Well, not really, because like I think three people that was that could have won it. Brett could have won it. Tony could have won it, and um, I could have won it. So it was all to play for in the final. But, so you, go on. Sorry, what are you going to say, Charlie? Um, but in the end, instead of Alex, because uh, Alex Hayward had um, a bit of wobbles in the uh, first two legs, but in in the third one, he didn't have any wobbles, so I could um, see him behind me, and obviously, I I know Alex is quick. Yeah. He's an F one. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't anyone? So... Doesn't anyone forget it? Oh, doesn't he? <laughs> So, so how did you deal? How did you deal with having Alex quick behind you then, Charlie? Um, what did you, well, what did you do in that one? Second leg, you just got to pull away, and the more you pull away, um, the less pressure you have. Yeah. So your your plan was just to disappear off into the distance and let them fight it for second. Yeah, well, that was the plan, really. Yeah, and did it work? Uh, yeah, I think I had um, nine seconds on Alex Hayward in the final. Wow, so you finished the third leg of a deciding three-leg final by beating an F1 driver by nine seconds. Well, that's what it says on the scoring board. 
<laughs> I tell you what, mate, you, you, you speak about racing a lot, a lot better than a twelve-year-old, mate. It's absolutely yeah. mind-blowing how you can talk about this sort of stuff. You know, absolutely brilliant, mate. So, what was it like when you when you won, when you won? Then um, did you realise you'd won because you'd got two wins? Were you, were you cheering on the rostrum? Was everyone congratulating you? What was, was your dad crying? No, none of that. Or just not your dad crying. No. No, just stop twitching. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I was I could see him there was almost a tear in his eye. There was oh. a there was a little bit of emotion. Not as bad as you were at Southport, Russ, but Oh mate, don't talk about it. I'm I'm welling up now. I'm welling up now listening to Charlie telling his story, mate. Yeah. Um I'm such a such a soft man these days. Charlie, yeah. so what was it like when you came down off the rostrum? Was everyone pleased for you? Yeah, it felt a bit like um, winning the junior champs in 2019. Like, it's just a good feeling to know that you've just won a meeting. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I suppose you'll never say it because you don't you don't look at it as putting in the effort. But everybody around you sees the amount of effort that you actually put into your practice, don't you? And that your dad takes you to all these tracks and takes you for practice days and stuff. So this wasn't in my opinion anyway a, vi- a win that was you know just fluked you you put the hard work in before this to win it didn't you yeah because like Telford if I kept, if I just did that track I would go into a different circuit thinking that the car's going to do exactly what I want that's what going to different tracks does it teaches you not to expect too much of the car because when you expect too much of the car it it just you just grip roll because you're pushing the card too car too hard. Yeah. Well, mate, um, I think everybody that was there that was pitting with you and that knows you were was super proud of you, mate. Um, and it was very impressive to watch. So big, well done. And as soon as you are a guest on the show, shall we ask him our two usual questions, Russ? Yeah, go for it. You you go. Yeah. You go, mate. You go. So, if you could go to any track tomorrow, which one would you go to? One that you've been to before. Oh, that's a hard one because they don't run on it anymore, but the old Torch track, that was one of my favourite tracks. Ah, right, yeah, because you had a good result there, didn't you, in one of the Nationals? Yeah, after I cut my hand open. Yeah. And what if you could pick any car that you've either ever had or even a car that you've always looked at and thought, I'd really love to have a go with that, which one would you choose to go with to Torch tomorrow? An RC10 Worlds. Oh, you want to try one of the old cars, do you? Oh, yeah, that's the car that taught me how to brake. All right. Well, when Russ brings his out of retirement, we may get you, we may let you have a couple of laps with that. Show yeah, you, you, can drive it you can have a go. Well, he'll drive it quicker than you, mate. So. Oh, yeah, that's because it's not <laughs> yeah. hard, is it? Yeah. You know. So, anyway, Charlie, it was great watching you on uh, Saturday, mate, and we hope to see more of the same on on uh, at Coventry for the next round. Yeah, and I, I'd like to say thanks for the CML distribution and like Team Associated for producing such good cars. And awesome, it's. Mate. No, so oh. mate, you deserve you deserve all the help you get, kidder. All right, yeah. you deserve all the help you get. Well done, mate. Well done. Yeah, and well done to uh, 
your dad as well for uh, all the pit work that he does. Because without him, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be where you are, would you? Yeah, he just make the cars work good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. there you go. That, that's the best compliment you're going to get, Neil. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant right Charlie we'll let you go back no doubt back to your Playstation or something like that so we'll probably see you at the, um, the Super Cup Regional in a couple of weeks yeah excellent awesome. brilliant see you later buddy right, thank you you'll have to hang up at your end mate alright alright see ya and he's hung up how about that yeah it's too too much of a superstar to hang around he disappears off podcast as fast as he disappears in finals I tell you what mate I was a bit worried getting young Charlie on because he's only 12 and you know like, these kids don't really like to talk yeah he's absolutely blown my mind there um, Charlie you are a superstar in the making kid if you listen back with your dad um, yeah. well done absolutely not just for for the podcast tonight I think that was amazing but your result at the trucks as well the weekend was brilliant so yeah just keep awesome. doing keep doing what you're doing, Kidder. Fantastic, mate. Yeah, amazing. Well done, Charlie. Yeah. So let's talk about your truck national then, mate. Well, we've got rid of the winner. We might as well talk about the true superstar of the fight of the truck nationals, <laughs> hadn't we? You know what I mean? Oh, is Alexander so, Haywood coming on? Is he? Nah. <laughs> uh, Brett Birch, apparently, according yeah. to Charlie. So, well, how do you follow that? How do you follow the winner of the A, of the of the truck final with little old me? Well, let's start with: Did you make the A? No. Did you make the B? I, um, yes, I made the B, just you, about. Did you BQ? No. Okay. Right, so round one, one, two, and three of qualifying were pretty useless, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I was just having trouble driving, just in general, which, considering, like, the weekend before it, at set at Kiddie, it was just like, Kiddie felt like I could do no wrong. What well, did you think you put too much pressure on yourself? No, no, because I was just having a laugh, to be honest. I, I don't know what it was, whether I just wasn't gelling with the car, you know, just, it didn't feel bad. Yeah. I just, you know, it didn't feel great. Maybe it was the low grip. Maybe I'm just not as good in low grip as I thought I was. Um. So, yeah, it was like 20th and 21st in round and something like that in the first one. And I think I had a decent, I think it was like a 15th in round in three. But then, like, in round four, I made a, made a couple of changes and just went, you know what, just don't push the car as hard, like Charlie was saying, actually. I said, don't push the car as hard, just just drive it, and whatever happens, happens. But I had a really good round, well, I say a really good run, it was a, a better run, I got a 12th in round. Yeah. So, that put me on, uh, was it B7? Okay, yeah. So, I thought, right, you've made the B... You know, arguably, I thought maybe the A could have been there for the taking before I went, but you know, just like I say, bad quality run, whatever. So I put yeah. it behind you. First final, you know, my nemesis, that uh, the Smurf Jake. He was. Uh, <laughs> Where did he qualify he just for reference? B five. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he yeah, got you so in qualifying. Yeah, so he got me in qualifying. Yeah. Um, but first final, let's just not talk about that because that was a write-off. Um. But second final, I just kind of went out with the attitude, look, you've got nothing to lose now, so just back off the carnage at the beginning, pick your way through, make the moves where you need to, and get as far up the field as you can. And lo and behold, three minutes into the race, I found myself in second place from seventh. Um, no way was I catching first. First was disappeared. He'd got his car hooked up properly. Yeah. 
Um, but I just backed off a bit and brought it home in second. Just kept it nice and smooth. That's good, not from, to that's make good any from the mistakes. back of the grid, mate. Yeah, yeah. So how did you, you, you get through? Was it was it crashes or did you overtake anyone? Uh, or couple of overtakes. Um, one little nice one. Pulled the old switch back up on the, uh, you know, the banked ross, the banked the bankings on the right hand yeah. side. Well, they have two hairpins on those, and I pulled a little switch back coming off those onto the mini straight at the back. So I managed to get through a nice little overtake over up there, um, and then just you know difference between a couple of bits of crashes i think jake was ahead of me and i think he got into a bit of a tangle with somebody but not like a tangle that sort of pushed him off track but enough where they're kind slow of, down they slowed each other up so i just sort of shot up the inside and tried to keep the position from there and luckily managed to do it second place so i thought all right okay you know, this could this could not be too bad a result in the end. Yeah. So I thought, right, obviously game plan worked in heat in leg two, do the same in leg three. Um and lo and behold it worked again. Couple of overtakes, couple of crashes with people ahead of me. Kept it kept things nice and neat, nice and steady, no hero laps. Pulled it over the line in third. Wow, so what did that give you overall in the B then? That gave me a third overall in the B from seventh in the B. So you got a trophy? Yeah, I got a little bit little bit, little bit of a pot. I was quite chuffed with myself. So where did Jake finish? I don't know, if I'm honest. I think it might have I think it might have been fifth. Fifth or sixth. Okay, cool. So you got um, so you, so you got qualifying and, and you got the finals. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I keep telling him, it's not where you start, <laughs> it's where you finish. But he won't listen to me. He insists on, you know, out-qualifying me, which is fine. I'll quite happily beat him in the finals and take his positions that way. But um, I've got—I'll be honest. He is ahead of me in the championship because you get points for qualifying in it, don't you? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, you get points for qualifying. So I like to think of it as Jake's little way of trying to stay ahead of me. Cool. So he's leading you in the championship by a point. But oh, that's all you need at the end of the season, mate. He's one point. Yeah, yeah, well, get, I'm hoping get, that won't be there by the end of the season. Did you get a point for fastest lap? Pardon? Do you get a point for no, fastest no, lap? You don't get, should, nobody gets points for fastest lap. We should bring that in at the AGM. Yeah, yeah. Amongst all the other things they're talking yeah, yeah. about. So, so, so did you come home happy then, mate? Which is his favourite track. Yeah, so did you come home happy? Yeah, mate, I was chuffed and I'd spent the night, first night away in the van. Yeah. So, just got like a little pop-up bed you know the ones that you get for kids beds that are what you pull out from under a single so you can your mate can stop in it got one got all to one of them from my mom's from her spare room so put that in the back of the van got the electric going and uh yeah it was proper comfortable it was great watching because obviously neil and charlie they'd been so focused on the a finals yeah. that they hadn't bothered packing anything away so i was just sat there packing away and by packing away i mean i just shut the doors on the van um <laughs> watching them panic for the uh, for packing away Class. but yeah so it inspired me and bank holiday Monday I was up at 8am banging in the van fitting the kitchenette nice so is that all done now all work done. well I say all uh, done obviously it's all in these it's things, just... I know these things are never finished but are you close like... yeah yeah all the f- it's all fitted it's all plumbed in There's, I've put the sol- I've got the solar panels to do tomorrow um, put those on connect those up get those working and then from there it's there's a little bit more construction to do, like build the shower and that, but 
and cut the inserts out and fit the cupboard doors. But you know these solar panels. Yeah. Excuse my ignorance. Are they like the same as you'd see on the top of a house, or they purpose built for your van, or just a, a general uh, generic thing? You just buy them, and they're a generic size, but you can get them in all different wattages and amperages. And, and how much and power like would that. that solar? What would that solar give you? Would that give you just charge uh, your laser battery? Or so or... the one I've got, um, it's not so much how much power that gives you. You have something called a solar controller, yeah, which is the box at the end of the solar panels. The one I've bought will take in a hundred volts, and it will charge my leisure battery at thirty amp. And that's, has that got to be bright sunshine or just daylight? Uh, that's its maximum. I think that's yeah. its theoretical maximum. But what you do is you you oversight you slightly oversize the panel for the the controller. So my solar panel doesn't need to be running at a hundred percent for my charger to run at a hundred percent. Got yeah. And how big is your solar panel? Um, it's probably about five foot by three foot. Oh, okay. That's a big, yeah. That's a big whole thing then. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, I can add more on as I go along. Yeah. So if I want to, if I want to create more electricity, like eventually, I might upgrade my solar controller so I can take in more and charge faster. Yeah. Or not necessarily charge faster, but it might charge. I might add a second battery so yeah. I can charge double the amperage on the battery at the same rate as I'd charge the. So yeah, you can just. It's it's a bit like an RC car in the end. You can. Yeah. You can buy a 50 quid speedo, but then to run the, that new 100 pound motor that you buy, that what? speedo ain't going to do it, so you've got to go and buy a new speedo. Yeah. So it's a bit similar to that, really. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, so, but cool. it's enough to, it, it's lit, I've got just enough where I haven't got any 240 in at the minute, but I haven't got a massive amount powerful 240. The biggest thing I've got is a 1200 watt kettle Yeah. and a 700 watt microwave. So to run both of those at the same time, you build a bit of a thing into your inverter. So I'd only need a 3,000-watt inverter. So I could practically, you know, live off, yeah, off-grid off, now off, with off that. What you got. Yeah. Oh, that sounds cool, man. That's really cool. So, yeah. So all the cupboards are fitted, sinks fitted, ovens fitted, gas lines are ran, hobs fitted, all that stuff. So, yeah. Backstretch now. Ready to go, man. Ready to go yeah. soon. With the Grid Talk RC podcast race van, I'd love it. Yeah, yeah. When we it. eventually get some stickers, I'll put one on for it. But <laughs> they'll be here in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So you're racing, you and Bruce, Kiddy. Yeah, we went. To, we went to Kidderminster. It was. Well, I, I went to. Bid, I went to Midlands on Friday, brief, just briefly. Um, I qualified. This sounds really good, but there's a story behind it. I qualified third and finished fourth in the A final. Was there only four people? There, turn up? there was only eight people there. <laughs> Uh, I was very lucky though because up until the up until the third round I was at the back of the B. Um, oh, yeah. I, I can't you just getting my head round it, you know, um, not fast enough. And a few of the kids that raced there have got a lot faster since last time, a lot, lot faster. Considering yeah. they haven't raced in tw- in twelve months since the lockdown, they've all been playing Xbox constantly. Haven't I they? don't know what it is, mate, but where they're going their pace from the, um, is unbelievable. I mean, Thomas Phipps was there, but he's always he's all, he had pace way before the um, the lockdown started. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I qualified third, went off, had a, had a good little run round, and one of the kids got past me, um, and I finished in fourth. So it was all right, but it was it was a good night. I had a, had a, had a nice laid back night, um, had, had a good chat with some people. So it was nice to see everyone. 
um, had a pizza on the way home. Very nice. Uh, but yeah, Sunday went to took Bruce to Kidderminster, and I tell you what, it was, as soon as I opened the curtains in the morning, I thought it's going to be a nice day today. It was absolutely roasting. It was like summer, summer yeah. sea sort of thing. So got there, went to have a practice, no problems. Bruce drove a bit fast in practice, um, didn't think much of it. Um, went out in the first round, and I, I hadn't looked at the scores all day, so I'm going. It's a bit weird, really, because. Um, I didn't look at the I didn't look at the the round scores until the finals just to see what finals were in. Yeah, but I had a fifth in the round in the first round, um, running Schumacher Mezzos on the back. Went out in the second round. I the, the Mezzos didn't have any grip. I know it sounds silly, but they just didn't didn't have the grip for me. So I glued up a set of darts for the third round. Uh, car came alive, absolutely alive. But obviously it was a bigger step because the Mezzos felt. Not terrible in the second round, but didn't feel as as grippy or as have as much drive. I had a sixteen round in the third round. Chuff obviously didn't know until the finals, and then the fourth round. The I ran these darts in the fourth round as well. Um, I did ninth in round, and then in the final, I ran the same set of darts. Um, so yeah, so that put me eighth on the grid in the A final. It was. It was it was it was all right, man. I, I was chuffed, you know. I, I was in the main final. Didn't have much hope of going in, going forwards. If I'm if I'm really honest with you, was there? Um, but it was a shame because I've been running around in qualifying all day with Aid Malkin, um, and we oh, had right, a, okay. we, we had some I say battles, you, not battling qualifying, but you know what I mean. When you're running close to each other, it was re- we had a really good run, you know, some really good runs, and it was just a shame it was eight car finals because he ended up BQ. So I had a lonely run round in the final, mate. Lonely, lonely run round in the final. Uh, went off the grid in the final, in the A final from eighth, and I made up three places on the first, co- not the first corner, but the end of the straight and up to the the the, the top hairpin on the banking. I held that for a couple of laps, um, and to put it politely, um, I bounced off Alex Springer, and I ended up back down to eighth. So, and that was it just ran around from like four laps in I was in eighth place and I ran around in eighth for the rest of the race till the end so well, it was a shame it was a shame but that's racing isn't it had a, had a cracking day now <laughs> young Mr Bruce you know a couple of weeks ago I was saying to you I felt like this is scripted because I've told quite a few people this story like at work and stuff you know I was saying to you I, I, I try not to bother him with his racing just let him drive around and, yeah. but I would like him to drive a little bit faster you know, or break a little bit later, sort of thing. You know, get on the gas earlier. Well, this weekend we had the total opposite, and he was out of every corner, and he was just full power. <laughs> Didn't matter right. whether it was a short straight, a long straight, a not straight, a hairpin into a hairpin. He was out of every corner. It was just full power. So there was lots and lots of crashes and and quite a few breakages. Um, he struggled a bit because he was he was the only kid there. He was six, and I think the kid Jude who qualified just ahead of him in this final. I think he was 10, but other than that, there was no one there under, under the age of like 30, really. <laughs> so he, he he was up against it. There was no there was no kids to race with. So yeah, he absolutely rinsed his car. Broke a, he broke a, he hit the concrete wall that hard that he broke a ball stud on the back on the back end, snapped it clean off. God, you've got to, you must have been going full send then. Mate, I told you what, I'll tell you what, I was over there. You go over there and you find them two ball stud washers that you've lost. <laughs> 
so yeah, it was um, it it was a it, it was hard work that day for him, you know. But like I say, he's learning. We've we've spoke about it since, and we're going to go practicing this Saturday and try and work on some stuff because his car isn't too fast for him. He just drove it too fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like down the straight, he's the same speed he's always been, and you know. But he, and he's also. I'll, you know, I'll stop myself. I'm not, he's only six, mate. He's still learning. You know, there's there's so so much more to learn. But he's also got um, when he crashes, he drives faster. And when he's already driving too fast, you know, it's like he tries to catch up or or whatever, you know. So he drives even faster, but he doesn't get round. He's a bit like his dad doesn't kind of make the apex, you know. So it was a. It, it, we, we had a great time. We had we had some real laughs, um, but it wasn't the best on the track for him. So. Well, he's trying and he's enjoying. That's it, it so mate. That, that it's exactly it, mate. like I say. I ain't the dad that screams at the bottom of the rostrum. Perfect example of this, actually. We put, I put him a new set of mezzos on for the first first day, first race uh, after practice, thinking that'll last him the day. And then I put his car at the top of the straight, and I walked down towards the the bottom, like the pull-up area where the spectators kind of stand. And he'd come down the straight, and he'd spun on the tarmac. And just as I came back to the container, I saw him, and he'd, he'd spun on the car on, on the tarmac, and he was facing the wrong way. So he blasted the gas as I down at it in a one eighty. But as he blasted it round, he kind of over-rotated, so he wasn't facing the right way, so he kept on the gas. He ended up doing like three donuts on the tarmac on these brand new tyres. And I'm at the bottom of the bottom of the rush with my head in my hands going, Bruce, they're gonna last you all day. It was um yeah, it was it was, it was quite intense, but I kept I managed to keep my mouth shut. Managed yeah. to keep my mouth shut while everyone was you laughing didn't, at you me. Just, I bet I bet you the uh Ever supportive Keith Robertson was there to lend a yeah, helpful he was, bit of advice. He, he was actually because well, he was he was marshalling on point one because he'd been racing vintage and he was marshalling the end of the straight. He's like, "You're right, Russ." <laughs> so yeah. So you didn't feel the need just to shout up to the roster and go, "Excuse me, Bruce, would you uh, would you mind not <laughs> doing quite so many donuts on the tyres, please?" Yeah, so it was um, so it was quite it, it, it was quite funny in in an expensive kind of way. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was all right. And then he qualified last in the C final, um, and he had a good run round with this young lad called Jude. I've not seen him before. Got a black S Works, um, and they had a bit of a battle for the whole race. Oh, I bit. think he um, he races at Coventry sometimes. Yeah, he had um, and he had he had a good run round with Bruce. They uh, they came together a couple of times. One one came off better each time, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but they stayed yeah. together, and they, I think they were like separated by like two or three seconds at the end of the run. Bruce had a had a little run in the middle of his final where I think he did like three or four laps where he, he drove really really well, um, didn't make any mistakes, and like I say, he was about three seconds off my mate Scott Scott Crumpton's fastest laps. So you know we're getting there, Chris. You're getting I've there. You can't you can't force it. I will not force. I will not force it, mate, and I will not. You know, I can't stand there shouting at him because the the problem is I've I'm like a broken record with this, Chris, and I say it all the time. At the end of the day, we're two lads out having a laugh, you know what I mean? And the last thing I yeah. want is in ten years time him to look back at his childhood and think my, 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 my dad was a dickhead. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want that. You know, I just want to go and have a laugh. You know, and we're doing that and, and he's learning and he's getting better every meeting, even though he drove fast this weekend. You know, you're gonna have an off day or or, or whatever. Or at the end of the day, yeah. he's, try, he's trying. He's trying. He's trying. He's trying to get round. He's trying to of race. Course. So what can you do? You know. So yeah, he's he's good, man. But, but you know, I laugh. I do laugh about it. I was telling the wife about it, and I, oh, I couldn't stop laughing. So. 
Especially so he didn't need an attitude adjustment this week. No, he didn't, mate. No, he was being, he was good as gold all last week, all last Excellent. week. So we're um, we're not racing this weekend, but we're gonna go gonna go kiddie and go practice Saturday morning. Just have, have three or four hours there. I say I say well, we, we're gonna practice, but I've got loads of t- loads of tyres that have got like, two or three runs on them that yeah. that just need rinsing off before you know. So but we can rinse these tyres off, and then I can get them in the acetone bath ready, so I can put some get some new stuff glued up over the next next week or so for for the um, the Super Cup regional oh yeah because you'll be a, are you uh, what are you going to do though because if he doesn't need an attitude adjustment for this one and it rains you haven't got a wet car I haven't no I haven't but I'll just have to use my own car won't I have to use my own car yeah. it's a regional I'll make the effort I'll make the effort have you, have you told him that you used his car yet no he was asking me why I was putting the waterfall back in it though, and why and and stuff like that. And obviously, the, all the wet tires I've got are on Proline wheels, and they've got yeah. like a funny dish in the middle of them. Uh, and he's like, "What are them wheels on there?" I thought, oh, that's nothing, Bruce. Just different wheels. Thought we'd put them on. Um, he ain't stupid. He's like, "Were you driving my car?" I was like, "No, of course not, mate. Of course not." <laughs> so you've been caught out. <laughs> yeah. A little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. So yes, I know it was it was it was a great week. It was a great day, and because the numbers were lowish, I mean, I think it was like I think there was still six, five, five or six heats. Yeah. We've done, we done by three o'clock, half past three. I was back on before, and as as we left nice. the track at half, at half past three, Roger was just putting more batteries on Charles to carry on practicing. He loves it oh, that so much, does he? You know? He'll be needing a new kit within he, the next. He loves it. He's absolutely mad for it. You'll need another kit within the next three weeks, then. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that is really good. And my prediction was correct. Ben did win. I think he was like a second a lap faster than anyone else. Well, to be honest, mate, I would kind of have expected him to, yeah, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dean, uh, you know the guy called Dean Gibbs. Uh, no. Nah. I think he used to race touring cars, and now he runs for Schumacher. And, um, anyway, he's he's a bit of a name. He's, you know, he's pretty quick. Uh, I overtook him in the first round of qualifying. He kept crashing. Did he break? No, no, no. I just always took him. He, he, he kept crashing. Um, I didn't see him again for the rest of the day, though. Um, but we did have a good run round on the third warm up, and I kept him behind me for the whole lap. <laughs> so yeah, that's quite funny. So Dean, I, I said I, I said to Dan that Ross I was going to mention it tonight. Um, that I kept him behind me for a lap. So Dean, if you're listening, well done, mate. Well done. You're a lot faster than me. But apart from that one lap in practice. But it didn't matter. So yeah, it was all right, Chris. It was all right. Well, we've both had a reasonably successful week, haven't we? I, I had a great time. I had an absolutely great time. So where are you this weekend? Are you going to bother with the the eighth national at Blackpool or not? I'm really, really umming and ahhing to be honest, yeah. mate. If I'm it's a lot. Of, it's a long way to go and a lot of money to spend. If you're not, <laughs> if you don't think you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, well, that's it. It's just a case of, you know. I'm still 50-50. The problem is, the day I got back from, like, the bank holiday Monday, I ripped so much out of the van to redo it because I I realised, like, all the power system, I wanted it rewired the way it was because I realised it wasn't as efficient as it could be. Yeah. So I ripped a lot of it out, and I've only... I've got to get the car prepped, and then I've got to get the van... get all that back in the van. It's just the time, mate. Um, You know, so... I may replace Blackpool with a trip to Coventry and see if I can give the Smurf a whip in two months, two weeks in a row. 
But he, I, I he's, quick, he's, he's reasonably quick around Coventry yeah. and he's a bit of a, you know, he's a Coventry specialist. Crap everywhere else, but a Coventry specialist. <laughs> Class, mate. All right, um, come on, let's knock it on the edge. What do you think? Yeah. Well, uh, I think I'll say thank you to the sponsors. Then. You, you go, girl. You go. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, thank you to CML and thank you to Schumacher Racing. Uh, thank you guys for all the stuff you do for us, the hobby, for the people that drive the cars that you supply, and the people that run the the parts that you also supply. Cheers. Perfect, mate. Perfect, guys. Thank you very much for listening every week to our Car Crash of a podcast. We really do hope we're putting out the right content for you. If you want us to do anything different, if you want us to hear us talk talk about something drop us a message and and we'll do our best to accommodate you all right don't forget to like and share this episode and all the other ones for a chance for a a prize at the christmas draw every time you like and share the podcast you will get a prize you'll get a a ticket for the raffle for every for christmas i don't know why i always struggle saying that this every week i've been saying it for three years and i still struggle every week so that's it i ain't gonna go on mate it's been great to talk and I will see you very, very... In fact, I'll probably see you tomorrow when you drop my table off. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably cool. see you tomorrow. I'll, I'll, see, you t- table off. I'll see you tomorrow, but other than that, I'll see you next week. Excellent, see you later. Mate. It's all right. It's all right.